How's it going? My name is Nick Page and I'm the owner of the Trainer Page and I would like to officially welcome you to the Sweat Therapy Show. So the Sweat Therapy Show is a podcast. Um, we're going to be broadcasting it on YouTube and other podcasting platforms like Spotify, Apple Music, um, the Apple Podcast, and whatever else there is because honestly it doesn't come to mind. Uh, and this has been something uh, that's been in the talks for a long time now, and I'm super excited to announce it. So to make the overall point of why we're starting the Sweat Therapy Show is simply because I've personally been in the industry now for mm, since 2014. Um, so if we do math in right now, you're talking seven to eight years, wow and almost a full decade. And I've met and worked with thousands and thousands of people. And there's been so many instances where I've met amazing, really inspiring people that no one knows about. And I'm not trying to make this podcast the next big thing. I'm not trying to make this the Joe Rogan Experience, Real AF by Andy Frisella who have millions and millions of subscribers. I'm simply doing this because I want to bring on people who come into our gym, the trainer page, who have truly amazing stories that you may relate to. One thing I've learned through my own life and through doing a lot of personal development type of programs is a lot of people out there feel alone. And you may not realize it, but the situation you're going through, there's thousands of people going through the same situation or even worse. And when you can relate to someone who's going through a similar situation as you, uh, as you or has gone through a certain uh, situation that you're currently going through, there are so many lessons and things you can learn from other people that you may have never even known about and it can really make the situation 10 times better, 10 times easier, and give you hope knowing that someone has been through a similar situation. And this is the very first episode of many. Um, I'm gonna be selecting clients that do come into our gym that I feel have a very unique and inspiring story that should be told and let the world hear. Um, I'm also gonna be bringing on all of our current staff members uh, so you can learn more about them and their stories and what got them into the fitness and how they came into the trainer page. And I really think this can be an awesome way to let people feel really good about themselves and hearing their story because there's a lot of people who've gone through some serious, serious situations, life-changing stories that art that should be heard. So today, basically what I'm gonna be talking about, not to make this an hour long podcast, um, is the story of the trainer page and how it came, uh, how, it be, how it came up, how the reason why I started it and how we got to where we are today. So I got started in the fitness industry roughly seven years ago, uh, seven, eight years ago, like I said earlier. I worked for a gym that was 
mainly, uh, it was a very, very small business and it was a speed and agility type of uh, gym. So I worked with young kids and I started training senior year of high school because I was training myself since freshman year of high school. So for four years, I was doing the same things over and over again. And over time, you obviously learn it and know how to do it. And I was able to teach it. So the owner of that facility basically saw my knowledge and went, hey, why don't you start training? And I thought nothing of it. I just thought it was another job. So I said, sure. And by that, at that time, I was committed to play lacrosse at the University, University of Tampa um, on scholarship to play for their men's lacrosse team. They were a top five Division II team. Um, University of Tampa is a gorgeous school. And uh, yeah, that's what I was really gonna be looking forward to. So the so senior year, going to the summer senior year, I was working, training, doing all that stuff. And that's kind of where, you know, um, I was getting thrown into situations uh, where I was training people, pe like athletes that were more athletic, stronger, bigger. And I learned a very valuable skill at that time was that I can sh prove people that I'm worthy of training them through my knowledge. So one thing I will say is at that time, to me, working out was a job to improve my performance in athletics. And I went into college with that mindset. So I went to the University of Tampa and the first two months were like a dream. And when I say like a dream, I was just on top of the world. Um, you know, I'm in Florida, right? I am in this gorgeous campus. It's literally like a resort. I'm meeting a ton of new friends, a ton of new people. And at the time, I started playing really well in lacrosse. My skill was really being showcased and I was getting recognized for it. And I never really had that type of situation. So I was in a constant euphoric state, but it was distracting me in the case of, I really didn't care about school. So first, you know, my semester started and I didn't really care about class. Almost to me, I was in such a reward type of state. So I didn't want to put in the extra work to make sure my lacrosse game was going to improve. I just wanted to play, right? I wanted to not do school. I just wanted to party. So two months in, that all caught up to me when a whole situation happened, which I do not really want to get into details. But within a 24-hour period, my whole world turned upside down. I was responsible for this, this person um, who was irresponsible. I myself was also irresponsible for it, uh, the situation. And because of this, the president of the school wanted to kick me out of the University of Tampa right away. But because I was playing lacrosse so well at the time, my head coach and athletic director basically said, no, we need this kid. So through their power, I was able to stay. So instead of getting kicked out, I got hit with every single possible punishment you can get in college. I had to go to AA meetings, one-on-one counseling, I had to get investigated, I had to pay fines, write papers, do everything possible. I got suspended for the team and within 24 hours, everything turned upside down. Because of this, it brought a wave, a tidal wave of anxiety into my life. And I never dealt with anxiety. I grew up around it. My 
I've, my mother, my mother, my sister, um, they do have it, have anxiety, and I knew of it, never knew what it was or how it entails or really what the heck it is. And I constantly had this pressure on me um, of being really nervous. I was constantly worrying and I started overthinking every situation. And because of this whole situation in the past couple weeks, it really mentally started deteriorating on me. Within the week of the situation happening, I woke up one day and my psyche became so bad, my immune system shut down. And I ended up getting the flu and strep throat out of the blue, very random. Um, I woke up that morning, I'll never forget it, I literally thought I was dying. Um, and not to be dramatic, I literally started planning out who would show up to my funeral um, in my head, in my dorm room bed, uh, until I was able to muster up to get to the doctors where I ended up fainting, throwing up bile, and passed out for an hour and a half until they woke me up to let me know, yeah, you have the flu and strep throat really severely. So at this time, I really didn't understand what was going on. As the time went on, I tried to really just man up and not act like the situation happened. I was not playing lacrosse good at all. I started sleeping in all day. I could easily sleep 12 hours a day. I started going out even more to drink more, to do drugs and mask the pain. I was wearing a mask all the time. I acted like everything was fine when everything wasn't. Every night I'd go to bed not caring if I woke up the next day. I wouldn't say I was suicidal, but I didn't care if I died. And I was in so much pain and I was in such a constant state of anxiety. Every day I would have panic attacks because in sports what happens is every day you get an email of, well for us, we would get an email every day of our rankings on the team. So basically labeling what position you are from best to worst. And I went from being at the very top to the very bottom. And I then also would see drills, the workouts that we would do that entailed a lot of running. Besides masking the pain with partying, I also ate. I discovered, now that I know, I had a really bad relationship with food um, because of situations that happened when I was a little kid. So I ate, stress ate, and I would eat my problems away. So I ended up gaining around 30 to 45 pounds progressively over time. And because of this, I started to develop really bad knee problems. I specifically had patella tendonitis in both my kneecaps and basically walking downstairs like hurts. It's like the worst thing in the world, but I couldn't run. And in lacrosse, you need to run. So my speed wasn't, let's just say my greatest, uh, wasn't my greatest thing in lacrosse. So me not having a ton of speed and now even slowing down even more was a problem. And my coaches got on me aggressively. Now coaches are supposed to be leaders. And there were two coaches that were leaders, but didn't understand what was going on with me. And the other two did because they were more involved in the situation. And they completely made my situation worse. They thought because of what I was going through, they needed to be tough on me. So instead of asking me if everything's okay, they would get on my case, calling me a fat piece of shit every single day, telling me I need to hit the weight room every single day, telling me I should stop eating and go hit the track every single day. 
And that was just added stress to my life. They were being anchors, not propellers. And because of that situation, everything started to spiral and get worse. By the end of the first semester, I ended up with a 1.6 GPA, trying. And I realized that I'm now in the possibility of failing out. So come the second semester, I try to get my stuff together. I end up getting injured during Christmas break trying to train. I tore the cartilage in between my ribs so I couldn't breathe and I couldn't run to try to lose some weight. So then what ended up happening was I got back and things continued to get worse. Um, but during that second semester, I ended up meeting a very good friend of mine. Uh, his name is AJ Ferraro. And till this day, and this might be the first time AJ actually really understands how impactful this kid's life um, and he helped me out. Um, not gonna get emotional about it. Uh, but AJ saw how I was and knew, definitely knew something was wrong. And we were great, we became really good friends, but he, I looked up to AJ. He was a, one of the better players as a transfer coming in, really good shape, handsome kid, just an overall stud, let's just say that. So AJ wanted to start working out because he knew I was a trainer, even though I did not look like a trainer, but he taught me how to transition from training for athleticism, for my own personal physique, and my own mental health. We call training iron therapy. Iron therapy became a daily thing. We would work out two to three times a day. We would skip class to go work out. And AJ knew almost that I needed it more than I knew I needed it. And he basically became like a personal trainer to me. He would tell me, you know, we would, he made the workouts up, we worked out together, he pushed me every single day. And he, really shifted my pattern to understand how working out can become my escape. And that's how I coped with my anxiety. The second I'd get really anxious, I needed to go to the gym. And that became a daily occurrence. So towards the end of the second semester, I really started to feel a lot better mentally. I was crawling myself out of this depression. And I then realized, you know what, maybe being away isn't the best thing for me. I ended up failing out. And I also got kicked out because being on all those academic rules, if you get written up one more time, you were kicked out. And at the very end of the semester, I got written up for something dumb, but I already knew I was leaving, but technically I got kicked out and I also failed out because my second semester, I ended up with a 1.7 GPA progress. So I came home, still not 100%, but a lot better from that rock bottom depression. And that's where things started to change. I got back into training. I started working at that gym again. And I basically became, I was run, I started running the gym. I then was at Suffolk Community College. I was getting my grades back. And I now was starting to really feel like myself again. And I have a tattoo on my arm that says relentless. And I got that when I finally felt the weight on my shoulders of the world finally was gone. So I started working concrete construction as much as I possibly can. When I was in school, I'd even skip class to work because I just wanted to work. And I'd be training every night. I ended up losing all the weight. I had my first ever transformation and I started to get knowledgeable on working out, training, nutrition. So it became a big leap. I liked it. I thought it was really interesting stuff. So because of some situations, I 
hated construction. Um, I'm grateful for it because it taught me that grind, work hard mindset, but it started causing me anxiety. And one thing that I always tell everyone, and if there's something that you can get value out of this, you know, right now would be the point, is if something every day is mentally taxing on you, like a job, quit. I don't care how good the money is, I don't care what situation is gonna possibly put you in, if every day you're waking up in an anxious, negative, stressed out state, that is not the job for you, and there's something 10 times better out there for you. This is your sign to quit that job or stop whatever you're doing that's causing you this anxiety because that's not how you should live your life. Your body's not functioning properly. You're gonna actually take years off your life from having that stress on you and you need to make a real change. And I hope maybe this speaks, sparks a little thought of maybe I should get out of that. Anyways, because of that situation, I wanted to get out of it. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna continue training but I'm gonna do my own thing. So this is around 2017 going into 2018. So one thing that a lot of people don't know was in the middle towards the end of 2017, I thought, let me make workouts at home equipment free. At that gym that I worked at, I was known as Trainer Page. So my last name's Page and people would call me Trainer Page. Yeah, that's Page, there's a Trainer Page. And when I designed and started to think of this uh, workout program, for women specifically, I invested my money into a GoPro and I wrote up these workouts. So I reached out to like 20 women that I know and I said, hey guys, I'm gonna be making this online workout program. You know, I'm gonna send you a, a home test out and get back to me with your results. So I sent this out to like 20 girls that I know, I mean, even my mom and sister, um, friends and friends, friends, sisters, whatever it was, and they sent me back a, uh, their test results. So I had like 20 people that I was like, okay, they're really interested. In it. So it really sparked motivation. So that's how I came up with the name The Trainer Page, because I wanted to call it something, like almost like a business. So The Trainer Page uh, started from this little online workout program, because I was like, oh, Instagram page, you know, my last name's Paige, trainer Paige is with Jim, so the trainer page was created. I never made it, so it's like, oh, I'm the trainer page. Uh, people used to say that, no one ever says it anymore. I just hate that when I hear it. Um, it's completely not that. It's because the trainer page, Instagram, whatever. So that's how the name was born, fun fact. So this concept has been on my mind with the online training, and I went four months extremely hard, and I'm pretty sure this was towards the end of the year, and I would, make three, I basically broke people up into three sections. It was beginner, intermediate, advanced, and I made workouts up for each thing. I had a video, right? It was doing all bodyweight stuff, using stuff in the house, didn't matter. I was making these GoPro videos. I even have the first video I ever recorded, and it got awful. And uh, come to find out, I, I was literally going to school, working, and then working on this. I worked my tail off for a month for this. Come to find out, at the end of the four weeks, only one person lasted to week three and no one really else did it. Not even my own mom and sister. Uh, well, it's okay, I forgave them. And this was my first ever mini failure, but I never looked at it as a failure. I just went, all right, I guess I should. It's a lesson. So then as 2018 opened, I was like, you know what? I'm done with construction. I wanna start personal training. Not because I had a huge love for it, mainly because I knew I was I had experience in it, 
But I went into it going, you know what? I had a situation where working out really helped me mentally. And that's always, that I was like, I can show people how working out becomes their therapy. Okay, so that was always the initial thought because that's how it helped me. So I started trying to figure out how I was gonna go about it. And I came across this program that was gonna teach me how to start a personal training business. I invested my whole life savings into it, which wasn't a crazy amount of money, but at the time it was. And I ended up getting like five of my first clients in 2018. And prior to getting my first five clients, I would have people fill out a form off of Facebook or something and I would reach out to them. And they would be like, oh, I go to, I ask them, where do you go to the gym? They go, LA Fitness. I go, meet you there. I would go to do a free session and try to sign these people up when you can't do that at other facilities. So I was getting kicked out of these facilities in front of these people and it was super embarrassing. There was around eight, six or eight gyms that I got kicked out by the managers right after the session ended. Um, so when this happened, I then was able to then train out of the gym I was already training at because during the day no one was there. And I was just running free sessions. I got five clients in 2018. I was super excited but super scared. But I always went into this with a business mindset. I didn't want it to be me personally. I wanted to create a business out of it. During this time, a good buddy of mine, Tyler Andreasi, he got me really into personal development. He taught me, he gave me the book Millionaire Success Habits by Dean Graziosi. And then I, he showed me this man called Grant Cardone, a also big public figure, success guru. He's really into real estate, Grant. And I list, and at this time too, I was transitioning from Stony Brook to, I mean, Suffolk to Stony Brook. While at Stony Brook, my first semester, obviously classes aren't that long the first few days. I had a lot of time on my hand, so I, but I couldn't leave the campus. So I listened to the book called To Sell or Be Sold by Grant Cardone. And that taught me a little more about business sales. So I took what I learned, I applied it, and I ended up signing up the summer going into 2018, 20 to 30 clients. So I was super excited, right? I learned something, I applied it, it worked. I'm training now from 5 a.m. to 8 p.m., still running that gym for my, uh, for my friend who owned it, and I was just working my tail off. And through getting this openness to personal development and these people who are successful, one of the things I learned from Grant Cardone is manifesting and goal setting. And I had a book of his called this 10X book, and I wrote every single day, I wrote my goals down. Now, my goals would change from time to time. But one goal that oh, I always started with was own a gym by 22. I was 20 years old at this time. I had zero idea how I was gonna start a gym. I just wrote it. I just focused on the end goal and I envisioned it from time to time, what, I, what it would be like, how it would do. And after having now my clients growing and you know, going through it, my business, which was just me, started going up. I ended up hiring my first trainer, then I had a second, two, uh, you know, two part-time trainers help me out. And when this was happening, going into 2019, the other gym I worked for was slowly going out of business. And from those, that other business's failures, I learned a lot of lessons. And so the owner of the building basically sat me down and said, listen, if you wanna take half of the facility over and make it your own place, that's completely fine, you can do it. You'd have to pay rent, but you have to put your money into it to build it out as it is. Now, knowing what I know now, I would have never done that. But I was a very young, eager, uh, business, young business guy. So I jumped all over it because this 
thing, this goal I've had in mind for a long, long, long time is now just coming about. So I was super excited. So I invested and went into a ton of debt to build up this facility in Holbrook called the Trainer Page Gym. And at this time too, I was still at Stony Brook University and I had thoughts, I don't think I need college, college is not for me. So mentally, I was dropping out. My parents on the other hand weren't a big fan of that, especially my dad. So I went into this without telling them. I did this completely behind their back and we, there was two stories, long story short, there was a big loft upstairs around 800 square feet and then there was a downstairs that was around 550 square feet. So we had to do a bunch of construction, but the top right into the beginning of the 2019, the upstairs was done. So I have a video of me showing the before and after the first ever when I announced the gym was opening. That night I made that video was when I brought my parents in to let them know, hey, I'm opening my own gym. They were super excited. And then I said, hey, I'm also gonna take this semester off. And they knew what I meant when I said take a semester off. They knew I was dropping out of college. It did not go as great as it sounds. And there was a whole fight, but I said to them, you know what? I tried mapping out every single thing that they were gonna say. They were still really uh, upset with me. But sometimes in life, if your head, heart, and gut tell you you're doing the right thing, no matter who or what tells you it's the right or wrong thing, you need to go with your gut instinct feeling. And I really am a big believer in that. If you're ever made in a decision and something's not 100% on board, do not go through with it. That is the universe, this is everything telling you not to fall through with it. But in this case, I wanted to better myself. And a lesson I've learned recently about that situation is you can't blame my parents for not trusting me to end up making it through that process because I have nothing to support that I can back it up. So what I mean by that is like, they had nothing that I've done in the past that made them go, okay, well he's done it before, he can do it again. They're parents, they care about me. And this might be in your situation. Your parents might be really, your parents might care about you and they don't want you making the wrong decision. The last thing they wanna see you do is fail. When in reality, you should want failure because failure teaches you so many valuable lessons. And so I cannot blame my parents that they were pissed at me. Because of the, because of the whole situation, you know, they were unsure if I could do this. So that 2019 happened, right? By the middle of 2019, by the summer, we then had finished the downstairs and we started sweat therapy classes. Now, sweat therapy was born from iron therapy because the gym's mission from day one was showing the mental benefits of working out. We started out with just one-on-one -on -one personal training and now we offered these six-person small group classes. The facility I was in was a commercial building and to say the least, I had to hand paint my parking spots. Next door was a big old cesspool garage, so it didn't smell too hot. Our door was right next to a dumpster and the heating and AC system I got put in that spent a lot of money in did not work really well. In the winter, it would be so cold, the weights you could barely touch because they were freezing. And honest to God, I really didn't understand why people still trained at my gym. And we weren't thriving either. We had around 20 to 30 class members and 10 to 15 one-on-ones. And I always had 
really big goals because I made sure I was always surrounded and listened to the right people. So in 2019, I did go to California. I went into debt for this. I went into to this convention called the Business Empire Summit, where the CEO of Fit Body Bootcamp was hosting it along with really highly successful people. And when I went there, I had many breakthroughs and I realized that we are all limitless. You set your own glass ceiling over your head and whatever you really wanna do, you can. And I know that's cliche, but it's the honest truth. When you surround your, when you, proximity is power. And we recently just made a, I just made a Twitter post about this. When you're surrounded by the right people, you end up getting influenced to do better things in your life. People are either anchors or propellers. And if someone's weighing you down, you need to get them out of your life or love them from afar. I'm not saying you cut them off completely, you just distance yourself from them. And that's something that I realized I needed to do. So when I came back and towards the end of 2019, I realized these lessons that I learned, I said, you know what? I need to get out of this place. I was not gonna grow in this facility. So lo and behold, I went on a hard search for a new place. And thank God because of a client, Gabrielle Corso, if you're listening to this, I'm super grateful for you, Gab. She told me about this facility that wasn't even on the market. And through her connection, she was able to get me in touch with the owner. And I was able to move in here February of 2020. And when I moved in here, I used to lie and tell people we outgrew old facility, when in reality, no. Moving here was an even bigger risk for me because expenses were just gonna go up. And I'm super grateful that I was able to find this place and move in here and made that move because we would easily not be where we are today without being here. And as the time went on, February hit, March hit, right? And what happened March of 2020? COVID. And that was a big, big change in things. And I did what I knew best. And I said, you know what? If I personally don't grow as a person, my business won't. So I focused on myself. I learned a bunch of new skills and I learned a lot of lessons. I had to let go of some people in many instances. And 2021 was a, uh, 2020, right? was a big pivoting year for everyone. And as we went into the new year, the 2021 became a massive growing stage for us. Building systems, operations, the classes, you know, our, the gym itself. And now rolling into 2022, we are in a stage in business that we can now really focus on our client's experience. And that's what our obsession is. Our mission is to show you and our clients the mental benefits of working out, whether it's through fitness, on eating, or just having that proximity, that ability to come into a place for 45 minutes to an hour, be surrounded by like-minded individuals who have their, their head screwed on right, and you can feel that high vibration of energy with the second you walk through this door, and making working out become a foundation for you to really allow you to escape, shut off that inner mind, that inner mind, in your, that inner voice in your head, and allow you to feel a sense of a peace and become super present. I'm so beyond grateful for every single person who follows us, who sees something that I saw many years ago and allow me to speak my mind and give an opportunity to help 
one person at a time. And I'm really grateful for the team we currently have here at the gym. And when you see me interview each person, um, my friends, honestly, uh, all of our staff, you will see why they are who they are and why they work here. Um, it's because they have the right values. And that's something we stress. If you see the words like right here behind me around the gym, those are our core values. And that's what we live, eat, and breathe by, to say the least. Um, our core, core values are everything. Lead by example, be optimistic, stay humble, loyalty, be passionate, practice excellence, growth-minded, go going the extra mile, attention to detail, and taking initiative. You know, those values are what we look for clients and we know everyone shares these values in this culture and one person at a time we can make huge, a huge impact on someone's life when they feel like they're not putting themselves first, when they're, not when they're feeling really low energy and they just don't feel like themselves anymore. When you start putting yourself first, you're not being selfish. You're actually being selfless and when you don't put yourself first, you're showing your family and you're not leading by example. When you put yourself first and you make sure you are healthy, you have high energy, you're in a positive mindset, you're surrounding yourself by good people, people around you notice. And you will start to become that propeller for other people and letting them realize that other people in their life may be anchors. But, like I said, that is kind of the story of how the trainer page started. And right now, it is February 24th, 2022. I don't know exactly when this will be posted, maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day. Um, we have massive goals as a business, as a culture. You know, our goal at the end of the year is to have 500 reoccurring clients. And there's really, awesome, exciting plans that are gonna happen with the next year with other gyms, um, other businesses, and we here are on a mission. And this is the last thing I'll end off on. Mental health is not spoken about enough when it comes to fitness. Working out can become, like I've been saying, your escape, your therapy, but a big problem is nowadays is we're never taught how to work out. So we created a culture where we have our, our arms wide open and we welcome anyone, whether they're advanced in working out, whether they are a complete beginner, but if you're mentally not in a good state, you feel like you need something new to give your life an extra a new spark, this is the place for you. And I want the Sweat Therapy Podcast to be a resource for our clients to listen to when they need a little more inspiration, when they feel like they're going through a situation that they're feeling alone in. And I guarantee that there's gonna be so much value provided on this podcast and these videos that every time you watch it or listen to it, you can end it knowing, wow, that was a really valuable lesson. And when you do learn new lessons, that means you're constantly growing. And one of my things I make sure I do every single day is educate someone and learn something new. 
So there's going to be a ton of value on this. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube, subscribe to the podcast, whatever it is. I'm never going to run ads on this podcast if it does grow really big, but we do have a fee. And the fee is I want you to share this if you got any value out of it. If, they, if we made you laugh, we made you cry, you related to it, share it for us on social media. Let other people hear these stories so they can be inspired, they can get a ton of value out of it. And that's our fee and doing us a favor because we can't grow alone. And when you pass our, what we're about along to someone else, you're just opening up an opportunity to possibly change someone's life. So thank you. If you were a member or are a member, thank you. And I'm so excited about this and I can't wait to post it. All right, that's it, cut.